Hi, it's Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And welcome to Love and Limbo Land, the podcast. A series where we discuss the trials and tribulations of dating in LA. I'm a 28-year-old young professional working in the intersection of media and tech. I have always been obsessed with relationships and dating. I actually wrote my master's thesis at USC, Fight On, and online dating and what our generation is looking for. So let's try to figure that out together because I still don't know. I'm a 30-year-old originally from South Africa, and I moved to LA with a dream to work in entertainment and technology, living my best life, but still fumbling my way through the dating landscape. Each week, we share one of our dating stories and decode the experience as we discover what it means to date in the city of many opportunities. Know that you are not alone in this dating jungle. We're in this together, so let's continue this journey and learn how to be open to love. On today's episode, we have Chris, who will be discussing the subtle art of balancing the heart's desires with the sexual desires. Heart versus hookup. On my previous nine-month relationship, we ended up having sex on the first night, and that led to a whole wow. You know, dynamic. people always say, oh. you know, to have a real long-lasting relationship, you shouldn't hook up on the first date. But you know, success is out there for those but, of them. Yeah, I'd love for you to tell us how you're able to take the hookup and continue on to a meaningful relationship. I mean, I think a lot of people think that if they do hook up on the first date, the guy already has an impression of who they are and what they're looking for, and it prevents them from having an actual long-term relationship. So take us back. Tell us the story. So so this was back when I was living in uh, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Right? And in, when I was in Las Vegas, this was coming off of a, a long breakup. And so I was only really interested in like casual sex, Mm -hmm. no real relationship. Mm -hmm. And I was doing a lot of Tinder and I had my Tinder set up. Mm -hmm. So, so like a lot of people don't understand how Tinder works. Right. And you could actually like, I had multiple profiles for multiple types of, of, of like relationships. What? Wait, no. Oh my God. This is a scam. It's a scam. It's a scam. I don't believe it. Weren't you afraid they'd see like all three of those profiles and be like, no, it doesn't matter. You just own it. So, so oh, I mean, because okay. because I'm a I'm a dating coach and I yeah. teach guys how to just own own what you want, own your desires, and like I think I only had like one or two women bring it up, and it's like yeah, because I'm a human being, I have multiple needs, and one of them is like casual sex. Mm-hmm. So like I had my casual sex profile on Tinder, and that's where I met this woman, and she was like very intrigued by my profile, and it was, how do you know how do you display casual sex in a profile? Uh, you want to have uh, photos that are sexual in nature, mm-hmm. but not like explicit. Right. So a lot of guys don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, like guys don't understand the subtle art of being sexual. Mm-hmm. They're just like all or nothing. Yeah. You know? Like Someone like unsolicited dick pic art. or yeah. nothing. Right. You know, and and for me, I'm trying to remember what my photos were. I mean, there was like a photo of me at like a BDSM party. Oh my god. And then there was like a like a photo of me BDSM parties. Okay. Yeah. That's where we're at. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, this is where it's like, like, like they know what they're getting when yeah, they match with me, so. and it's, but it's very subtle. It's just like, oh, there's like a whip in the background or something, mm-hmm. and then it's me in like a fancy suit, and then it's like, oh, very Fifty Shades of Grey, and, and it's like, but it's all subtle. Like you have to look for the details, and but women look at the details, yeah. guys don't. Uh, well, some guys do. Yeah, uh, and then and then uh, and then the profile itself. 
was um, it was like like the introduction of like like an erotic novel kind mm-hmm. of thing, just like like uh, like like just leading a woman through yeah. like a fantasy, and then that's what I leave it at, and then it's yeah. like there, and then when they match, it's like this is what they're gonna get if they match with me, and we meet up, right? And so there's kind of like this understanding of oh I swiped on you. And, and then there's a lot of testing to be like, are you really this guy? Or are you, you know, are you full of crap? What do you mean? Are you really this guy? <clears throat> so they'll, they'll like, they'll challenge you to be like, oh, are you really a dominant man? Cause it's like, uh-huh. I, you know, I was very dominant in my profiles. And, and, and so then it's like, you have to answer, you have to like meet that challenge of like, yes, I am. This is who I actually am. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, we can meet up, you know? Wait. So in your profile, what does it say in your description for that casual sex or like dtf or do you not put that oh, no off? i don't put that at all that's okay. just it's all implied okay and then that's part of that's part of creating a strong sexual profile is all the sex is very implied mm-hmm. nothing is explicit it's all between the lines and okay. that's you know for most women that's actually sexier mm. like guys like to be very blunt they don't have a lot of imagination when it comes is to that sex. tiffany but I mean, I haven't, I never even looked to see, I don't believe I would even know what I like sexually explicit or like if someone looking for casual sex profile is different than someone looking for a relationship profile. I just think they're the same. <laughs> oh no, girl. Oh no, girl. They're so here's like what I tell guys is I'm like, like, like some of my clients, I recommend them like uh, erotic novels to read that are written mm-hmm. by women. Mm-hmm. So it's like, this is the language of eroticism for women. Right. So they can see it and understand it. And then when I write profiles for casual sex, I use that language mm. and it's, and it's much more effective than like, than what most of the other What's guys that are language? Me. Like, give me an example. I, I mean, it's like, um, gently caress her thigh. No. Well, well no, you, isn't that in the romance books? Well, you, it's like, like, yeah, like, like gently caress. Um, see, now I'm I like on the spot. Like the I don't even like the word It's so gross. The dominant man needs to show up real quick. Let's yeah. get him. Yeah. Well, you, usually I will have I, I will have like read some stuff to pre- prompt me. Okay. Because it's like it, it, you know you want to get in that mood of like mm-hmm. this is how women speak. It's different okay. than how men speak. Okay. So it's not like it's not the man's natural domain Mm -hmm. so you gotta like warm up to it but yeah there's like gentle caressing Mm -hmm. there's like like you never uh, like one of the lines they use in a lot of novels is like 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 talking about her wetness kind of thing oh my god God, stop Ah, do you say this in a message you can you you can when it's uh tiffany is shaking over here legit shaking like you need to see okay and what are her what what do women typically respond to that like if they're interested Um, they play along they oh yeah they play along so like in my profile i create like a like an imaginary scene of what we'll do together and then a lot of times they're like "Ooh, that was hot what happens next oh like half of my responses me and i are so pg we're like if i could blush i would blush (laughs) um okay wait so what is can you give an example of like what i would say is like what the situation you guys would be in for your profile well like like for for my dominant yeah. like, like uh, Fifty Shades style profile, it'd be like like my profile would start. Imagine this. Like imagine I just like I threw up against the wall, ah! and, okay. and, and 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 like I'm I pinned, twelve guys. I pinned your arm like I pinned your arms uh, behind you. Oh no! I just behind like in this back. in this you know sick. era of this. you know I'm... the men being doing the most 
in the world. I but, don't know but a lot of women like this. Yeah, a lot of women. A lot of women do. Um, and and then there's and there's also the balance, you know. So women want women want a, a lot of dominance, mm-hmm. but you need to be, have an emotional connection so they can right. trust you. Right. So like a lot of guys who practice, a lot of people watch Fifty Shades of Grey. And I don't recommend using that as like your intro to BDSM because it's a lie. Yeah. Like Fifty Shades of Grey is just an abusive relationship. It's not real right. BDSM. There's not a lot of consent. There's a lot of abuse. <laughs> and, right. you know, and then that I think a lot of women, they're afraid of that. Yeah. And at the same time, there's a lot of women who like it, but they don't know that's abusive. Mm-hmm. They're like, I just want to be taken. And mm-hmm. that's the closest they've seen. But when they try it out in person, especially the guys, they're like, oh, they go in blind. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not feeling. There's no emotional connection, okay. no heart-to-heart connection. Wait, so tell us about... Sorry, we totally got off track. Yeah. Tell us about this girl. Okay. So, so. so this girl was super intrigued by the BDSM mm-hmm. aspect of my profile. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think it got really hot and heavy on the texting. It was just, like, really chill. She was just, like, really intrigued. She's like, I like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I matched you. Yeah. And and she's like, I've always wanted to explore it and I don't explore it too much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you look like someone who could like explore it with me. Okay. And she was, um, and when we met, we met at a hotel in Las Vegas. Like mm-hmm. she was there and it, she was like, visiting or I thought she was visiting. Turns out it was just a staycation. Oh, so okay. I think she, she got some comped rooms for like the weekend. So she oh. was like, staycation. Yeah. Right. Okay, come on through, come through. And so we met at like the hotel bar and, and it was like really swanky and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh man, this chick is like balling. It turns out it was all comped. Oh, okay. But I was like, Oh good. man, she, I thought she was like, a still fun, you know, it's still fun. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and then and then like and then she was a talker. So she's a talker. She was going like like That's me. What do you guys think about talkers? Uh there's there's good and then there's bad. Okay. So there's like the talker talkers who um I don't, I don't know. Like like now I'm thinking about the different types of talkers and there's there's different types of talkers, but at the end of the day it's just the guy if he's not masculine enough to be like I need to when he needs to take control of the conversation, yeah. If he if he can, then it's fine. But a, usually they. Can. A lot of guys are too nice, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, it's rude to interrupt her." Yeah. And half the time, but, that's. I what? mean, she also needs to just like let him get some words in. Oh yeah. Right. Well, sometimes like everyone too, just needs to just give the gaps when they're there. It's like like so, like I know some women that I've dated. They want the guy to be aggressive because they're like, "That's how I was raised." I don't, rem- I don't remember if this is this chick or not. So many chicks. <laughs> but, but Living your best life. Okay, so she was talking. So she how was, did you, what did you do there? So, so then, like, a lot of it is just, like, just let her talk. Just, like, let her talk and kind of feel the emotions that she's going through. Mm-hmm. And then being on, like, the same page emotionally. So, like, I teach a lot of, like, emotional connection. Because mm-hmm. that's, for me, that's key. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm just, like, like finding out who she is, what she wants. Yeah. And and then this is the other thing, like, with like with the casual sex profiles, a lot of guys are just, like, as soon as they match, it's a sure thing. And it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Like, that just sets the frame. But you don't know where this woman's going to be at when you meet. Like, who knows? Maybe, like, traffic totally killed her buzz, you know? Mm. Or or maybe, like, like she was horny when she read your profile, and now she's not anymore for right. whatever reason. Or maybe she's maybe it just increased, and now she's, right. like, ready to jump your bones. And, like, a lot of guys, you know, and, and I'm guilty of this, too. It's, like, it's part of being a guy, is we like to, like, extrapolate from data. You know, we're like, we're very data oriented and women are more 
ephemeral. They're yeah. all about the present moment. Yeah. And they, they could care less if you got like 90 gold stars during the previous like six months. Yeah. You know, and then if you fuck up, they're going to be really mad. Whereas the guy's like, well, I put in the time. You shouldn't be that angry. Right. And, and so like when I meet a woman on a first date, like I am all about the present. I forget everything we texted. Yeah. I forget anything she promised. Like, like, like she could have promised me all kinds of crazy sexual yeah. acts. But in the moment, if she's not there, it's not yeah. going to happen. Right. And I made that mistake before. And a lot of guys have where it's like, well, you said you were going to do this. And it's like, I'm not feeling it now. It's right. like, well, we're not there, boo. Yeah. We're, we're, we're past there. that. So like when we first met, like, like me and this chick, uh, it was a lot of me feeling where she's at. And then there was a lot of her being like in her head. Mm-hmm. And then that's, I think a lot of talker chicks, they're in their heads a lot. <laughs> and so, so eventually like, you know, I, I, I try to like get in, in the conversation and, and butt in and, and, and quieter. And then there was like, and then it's like, she's talking so much and then it's like, okay, I'm just going to like, like grab her or do mm-hmm. something, do something physical. And so mm-hmm. then it's like, just see how she reacts, you know? So grab her hand, you know, just grab her and pull her in. And then mm-hmm. she was like, oh, and she, she was getting all like kitty cat, mm-hmm. you know, being all coquettish. Mm-hmm. And then that word coquettish. I know. I haven't, I haven't heard, heard, it in heard so anyone long. say that. Uh, I've only ever yeah. read the word. Yeah, I've read it. Is it, is it in a uh, romance novel? Maybe. That you've gotten it's it just like, I don't know. Whenever I think of like a woman being, uh, uh, coy, yeah. mm-hmm. like like she's coy and like she hits on you but doesn't. Playful, yeah. Yep. Like to me, is that annoying or is that like exciting? Uh, it's annoying in big doses. <laughs> okay, you know, or it can be. Yeah, you know. Why is it annoying for you? Um, it, so so it's annoying when it's like like it becomes more of a game that she's playing mm-hmm. than it's like real. Right. Yeah. So it's like, oh, now you're just like trying to manipulate me versus this is actually what's going on. Right. You know, and, and okay. I think there's like a tipping point where it's like this is okay. too much. If this is too much play, most. not enough. Real yeah. Else. So when you get that, how do you how do you turn the, the wheel and get it to where you want it to go? Well, like in the first night, that's fine with me. So I'm like, yeah. you could be coquettish and everything. Yeah. And then I'm like, we'll see where this goes. Like mm-hmm. she really wasn't being super sexual. Yeah. But she was being a little touchy feely. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, let's see where this goes. Yeah. And then, like, we finish our drinks, and then it's like, let's go back to the room. And then it's like, well, yeah. if you're going back to the room after you've had drinks, then yeah. sex is definitely on. Yeah. You know? And so we went back. Tiffany to- would disagree. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go back to the room. I think, yeah, the, it implies... If you were having drinks at the hotel bar and you go to their room, yeah. like... I mean, we had a podcast guest who did that and she like didn't want it. She thought they were just going to like continue drinking. Yeah. She didn't think they were going to have like he wanted. Well, there was more. no alcohol in the room. So. OK, okay, okay. <laughs> she had a bottle of wine. There's like something. nothing. There's nothing. Okay, in okay. the room. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, uh, and then going back to like how that doesn't fuck up or can I say that on your podcast? You can. Yeah, okay. you can. Even though we're like PG, yeah. but like we'll let you, we'll let, we'll it, let slide. it slide. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so there's a big, like the whole point was like, how did I go from a hookup to like a nine month relationship? Yeah. And the way I do that yeah. is, is as a guy, uh, or women are really afraid they're going to be judged, you know, for being like sluts or mm-hmm. for liking sex too much mm-hmm. or for any of these, for anything promiscuous. Yeah. There's all this, this judgment. Right. Mm-hmm. And so as a guy, my whole role, what well, one mm-hmm. is to actually not care. Yeah. So some guys do care. Yeah. You got to drop that. You got to drop all that BS. Okay. And, and you know, that's a lot of like emotional, psychological work. Cause right. Like there's issues around like being super judgmental. Like. Right. And 
And then once you drop that, then you have to communicate that to the woman. Mm -hmm. And so like on the date, it, well, part of it is like, if I got a casual sex profile and it's really chill, you yeah. already know, like I'm already like very egalitarian yeah. when it comes to sex, you know, mm -hmm. like a libertine yeah. or something. Got it. <laughs> and so, how, how was her profile? Was it also like? No. So like, you, so a lot of women who match me, probably 90%, you wouldn't be able to tell that they were freaks. Okay. It's like regular profile. <laughs> Half of them even say like no hookups. Uh -huh. And I think I screenshotted a couple just to be like, look guys, it says no hookups, but that doesn't actually mean anything. Oh my God. Oh my God, doesn't it though? I feel like it does. It doesn't. Well, because again, women are all about the present moment. So yeah. if you can make a woman want casual sex in that moment, yeah. then she'll want it. Even Got if it. before she said no hookups. Right. So, okay. So you your Wait, role is to make moment. her feel comfortable yeah. so after that part of, so the way so part of that is talking about sex casually mm -hmm. i always tell like all of my dating clients like if you can't talk about sex the way you'd like like if you can't talk about like your sexual needs or, or just sex in general like the way you'd order a pizza mm -hmm. then it's going to be weird like you right. got to be able to do this all nonchalantly. Yeah. this is for you though right uh, as the guy right yeah, yeah. as the guy because some people are different some people just can't do that like yeah. i don't think i can do that and <laughs> just talk about like sexual needs. Oh yeah, that's like, scary. Just, Especially, you, know. you don't have to talk about sexual needs, but just je sex in general. Or like right. talk about Fifty Shades and talk about how crazy that is. Okay. Or talk about orgasms or things. Ah, like that. okay. Yeah. Just I don't like, know. Uh, like I'm pretty sure. Like I can't. I can, I mean, you can practice. It's just it's so. I'm a whole grown practice. up. I should be able to have these conversations. I, I can tell you, like <laughs> Tiffany's <laughs> literally shaking. I wish everyone listening could see oh, where she is. She really is. She's oh, literally okay. shaking. Okay, okay, it's okay. too much sex talk. Yeah. Oh my god. So like, but like, this uh, is your grown girl. I know. I yeah. Know. So this is how like 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 part of coming off as a confident man around yeah. sex is like look. Sex is nothing. Yeah. Sex is like ordering a latte. Literally yeah. not the same thing. Like uh, it's like ordering a latte. I'm I want dead. people. I want that okay. to be the intro of this whole thing. Yeah. I just because it's so can different. Can that be the title? Sex is like ordering a latte. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. But you got to be able to talk about it like that. Okay. And um and then it's like like what um one thing I teach too is like like if you're going to be the masculine presence in the relationship or in the encounter, part of that is creating the space. Mm -hmm. So for me, whenever I meet a woman, I'm creating a safe place to talk about sex. Mm -hmm. sec there's no judgment around sex. Right. So if I'm showing that there's no judgment around sex, then she knows, you know, on some level she feels it, that there's going to be no judgment if she sleeps with me that night. Mm -hmm. You know, and then there's also going to be no judgment if she sleeps with me on the third date mm -hmm. or in a month, which is like what happened on in my, my last uh, relationship. Yeah. Um, there's like no judgments around sex at all because mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's open and it's free and right. it's just, it's part of human nature. Yeah. And so. It, oh my God. Am I too closed? I'm too closed. I'm so closed. <laughs> open up, boo. Open I mean, right I don't up. even know if you were telling me to open I just don't know if I believe you. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard. So, so what's, uh, hard. Like, like what happens? Like, do you ever talk oh, about Oh, we're not even doing that. No, I don't. No. I don't. It's not that I don't, but like, I'm not that I'm not so I'm not like I'm not a prude in that way like I, I, I'm not like shaking you know but I <laughs> no 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 but I'm, I'm not prude and I'll own it no oh, you gotta own who you are you that's know? true you gotta own it yeah but I just feel like dates should just be like datey you know and just like l light on the sex stuff so what Deep. point would you be comfortable talking about that or do you never talk about that no because you end up hooking up with people so like you talk <laughs> about it by not talking about it right i think right? that i don't know do you ever have a conversation like i feel like 
some people so the, who want to escalate yeah. it, do you have to have a conversation with? For me, it always starts with like a flirty and then like the hook situation mm-hmm. versus like a conversation, right. you know, that's yeah. like just like open in general. But I think it's a personality thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I also know a lot of people who don't who have like long term relationships who like I'm pretty sure didn't have the conversation. Well, I don't know. I'm not in the relationships with like my close friends <laughs> who right. like they haven't. They it's it's the not co- like it's a like, whole yeah, like piece Zach. of the relationship. Mm-hmm. their whole story there yeah. was also on the podcast but they never had like uh what is this what are we doing what you know mm-hmm. did you and this girl have that conversation or it was very much so what happened after the first day so i mean after the first day i mean well one was the sex was amazing mm-hmm. you know and then that's always a that's always a good sign mm-hmm. and um and so like after that first night it was like well I definitely like if the sex is good I want to see you again mm-hmm. just just to to cuz it's awesome. Okay. And it. so then you, you know so then it was like then it was then we she was like a booty call and then she moved up to like a friends with benefits cuz cuz then it's like you stay over you watch mm-hmm. TV you like and you, you know if you want to keep part of it is so, so some guys they only want a booty call. Mm-hmm. And then the, you interact differently with the woman that mm-hmm. way. Like you, you, you only see them once a week, you know, tops, you don't get into relationshipy mode. Mm-hmm. But like for me and this, this, this chick, like we liked having sex like every day. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, I'm going to, I'm just going to like, I started just like living there practically. Oh my God. Where it's just like, <laughs> like, and then, and she worked from home and I worked from home. So then it was like, we, we just had a lot of sex the first couple of weeks. And then it like, and then you start doing stuff other than like having sex and eating. And then you start going on real dates and now you're friends with benefits. And then after a while, it's like, we're basically boyfriend and girlfriends, you know, after a few months. And, and so then it's like, I guess I literally wanted the other way around. Yeah. I don't, I can't do this. I can't do that life. That just, (laughs) have you ever, have you ever tried that life? No, no, I can't. So you don't actually know. Yeah. But she doesn't want to know because she won't, because she's not going to know. That sounds like the scariest thing to me, but why is it scary? Because I, I, how, you know how you said the emotional connection? It takes me a while to even have that emotional mm-hmm. connection for someone. So, like, it, I have no desire to have mm-hmm. anything physical until I have that emotional yeah. connection. So that's why I'm like, it's just not, like, something that I would want to do yeah. until I have that emotional connection. But that doesn't happen on a fir- that doesn't happen for me and on just a first date, I don't think. If you were to or push her a little further into, you know, exploring new avenues of, mm-hmm. and ways of living, mm-hmm. what one step would you say her or like me or anyone really should just like try just like you know test out well I always, i'm all about yeah. just a little i would say like stretch. experiment before you like before you know mm-hmm. like for myself i experimented with all different kinds of like sexual situations and and relationships like i've tried them all mm-hmm. and so so like you know i kind of know what works for me what doesn't at the same time you're always changing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so like what worked for me a couple of years ago is is not necessarily what's going to work for me right now, and so then there is like like a lot of it is just learning to trust your instincts, trust your gut. Um, I I teach a lot of like you got to let go, like let go of the logic, and then just feel what's inside your gut, and then just go with that. So like if it feels good to go into this relationship, even though like everything's telling you no, but your gut's telling you yes, 
give it a shot, you know? Just like trust your gut. How do you yeah, so and trust then, uh, your gut. And, and trust that you can deal with whatever comes up. So a mm. lot of times, uh, especially guys, we it. like to like plan ahead. And this is one thing that's really hard for me because it's because uh, what I plan ahead too. I'm like we're getting married. Yeah, <laughs> day we're, one. It's like we are married. I know. Yeah, like like I suffer from that huge. Yeah. And then a lot of it is just learning to let go of trying to let go of your your future plans or your imagination and really learning that it's all imagination. It's all fantasy. It's not real because mm-hmm. our brain. Like like a lot of things we imagine, like our brain reacts to it as if it's real. Right. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of research behind that too. And so it's just learning that it's fake. It's it's a fan. It's it's false. Mm-hmm. And then the more you practice that, the easier it is to let go. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you can take better action because you could just be in the present and mm-hmm. forget the future. And like this is what's real right now. Mm-hmm. Like in my current relationship, that's what I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. Where it's like okay, like. Like my my future brain got all crazy because it was like like we like fell in love really fast yeah. and then it's like oh and then it's like oh all this shit's gonna happen but she was not on the same page and it never right. does boom all right yeah and then it's like okay okay I gotta I gotta erase all the future just erase it and then mm-hmm. just be in the present right. and then and it's funny because that's the shit I teach my clients right and then as a, it's like those in love and chemicals no matter. It, you know, you, you, I gotta like forgive myself because I'm like, man, I made all these mistakes, and it's like even as a he's, what do you he, mean you made all these mistakes? Even as like a dating coach, oh, like okay. those in love drugs can cloud your judgments. Yeah, and then it's tough. Um, but part of it is just learning to accept it. Yeah, just be like, well, you're human. Like I'm yeah. human. That's how our brains are wired. Yeah. It, it happens. Um, and then just learning from it so you can like recover from it faster each right. time. Yeah. You know, so I'm not like I'm not like destroyed right now. Like yeah. Chris from maybe like five years ago would have been completely destroyed. <laughs> right. And it's like okay, like yeah, you know, it, it might suck for a few days, and then yeah. you recoup. Yeah. And, and you let your brain recover. Got it. Erase. Erase yeah. the things. You Erase don't the like. future. Erase the future. I like that. I'm gonna start doing that. It's hard though because like especially if you have like long term goals, you start thinking, well, I want to have this and this, and yeah. then now we have to start thinking about this. And this person doesn't even know that you're having like all these future thoughts with mm-hmm. them in it. I know it's so yeah, crazy. Yeah, because they're now joining your story and they have their own that they're making yeah. up. And, yeah. Like if they're not in the same, people living in two different realities, and yeah. the whole thing actually just falls apart at the seams. Yeah. I think that's where like communications really important where mm-hmm. like if you have a relationship like you want to talk about like like do we have shared goals in the future what mm-hmm. are they yeah can we work on them together uh, and like what yes. do you see what do i see like not a lot of people do that it just mm-hmm. kind of happens mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people are scared to share their futures yeah. mm-hmm. together because then it's like well what if this person wants yeah. something different and it's like well then that's good because you'll find out now instead right. of like three years down the road yeah and, and, and you're like oh my god i thought this is what we're doing and he's like um no one ever told me about yeah. this whole thing and i think it you know future plans and just current plans like i think just communication is kind of at the core of this whole um, heart versus hookup thing or like long term versus short term it's all the same thing it's all like are you talking about the things that are going on inside of your head so that the person can actually get to know what you're thinking yeah but that's scary <laughs> yeah. I mean, true I mean because that's why I don't with some things with like a lot of things right yeah. but I realize as I'm thinking I'm like this is why so many things were just like tragic it's because they don't know they, they can't don't read know. your mind mm-hmm. it's all about communication yeah. 
And, and especially like, like, so there's communication with the heart, which is like your emotions. What are you feeling? You know, and, and like, what it's, what's the future? Like, what's the future your heart sees, mm-hmm. you know? And then there's also the, the sexual communication. Like a lot of people, they try to mind read, like, like guys are afraid to ask for help or, or yeah. like, like, is this working? Do you like this? Or what do you like? Like, yeah. like you've been having sex with your body way longer than I have. <laughs> like you probably know. You probably know, yeah. yeah. These are people, d- people need to do that. Are. There's just intense convos. Yeah. Do couples have intense, intense? Like, what are the what are the conversations that are? Do people even have conversations? I think I'm the wrong person to ask, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I no. do. Well, I have a lot. Like, yeah. Like sometimes, I, like sometimes I might have too many. Yeah. Where it's like, like. But it's tough because, like, I'll see all these things, and I'm like, we need to talk about all these things. But you gotta, like, what? What do you mean? What do you see? Um, I mean, like in my past, like, like in my past relationship, there was like uh, a lot of things around like my expectations versus her expectations uh-huh. being different, and then that led to a lot of um, and you it, it led to that. a lot of insecurities in me. Oh, okay. and 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 then it's one of those things where it's like we were not on the same page, mm-hmm. and I thought we were. And, yeah. and then it's like a huge misunderstanding that happened for like, you know, weeks. Yeah. And then it's weird. Cause like my, my brain is like, Oh, we're like boyfriend and girlfriend. I <laughs> thought that's what I thought. I thought that's what was going on. Yeah. Right. And then like her mind defined everything completely different. And so right. it's like, Oh, we're on totally separate pages and I've had all these expectations and then I was getting mad, mm-hmm. you know, at things and I would bring up yeah. that I was getting mad and I was addressing like the symptoms. Yeah. And then it took a few times until until we had like a more real I mean they were all real conversations but it took a few efforts to really dig down into what was going on mm. right and then it's like oh for her we're just dating for me I thought we were boyfriend girlfriend so uh I gotta reset this relationship in my mind you know because you kind of have to go down to what the lowest common denominator is oh. like, like you know she's not gonna go up to girlfriend yeah yeah so, so and then in a way it's almost like like when that happened it felt like I was going through like a mini breakup because like oh I just lost my girlfriend right <laughs> but like and it's weird because because in reality nothing has changed in the present right like it's still the same exact relationship dynamic yeah. just for me the label changed but what came with that label was the future mm-hmm. so it's like oh she's my girlfriend we're gonna build a future together mm. you know and then that is so a lot of the breakup uh, pain doesn't actually come from the breakup it comes from the the future that's gone so so then there's a lot of letting go of the future Mm -hmm. of like oh i thought we were going to be partners i thought you know i was like oh we got we got years together to build a life together and then she's you know and then this this is where the love drug comes in like all that crappy oxytocin and, yeah. and dopamine mm. and serotonin gets you every time it clouds your your mind and and like this is where like like her situation she was not in a position to be building a life with yeah. someone like and i knew that going in but i was just so in those love drugs yeah. i was like screw it whatever okay, we'll, we'll, we'll oh let it ride it reminds me of a story of a friend of mine who i won't mention their name but she was in a relationship with this guy and had a mini long distance moment and it was that was going to end soon in the future but she was already figuring out like how to get through that and like what the future would look like like the city she would move in like the, she might have to move cities and like trying to make this thing work because she she was done with the dating app she's like okay I found one I'm just going to figure this out I'm going to make this one work and then obviously they ended up breaking up for a bunch of reasons but he was just like trying to figure out his life and yeah. she was trying to build 
a life with someone yeah. and like letting go of that dream and the fact that she would have to go back to the dating apps was just yeah. literally the fear of she was like oh my fear god i can't believe i have to go back like i think she's more scared of going back than she was of like losing this thing yeah um and giving up the future but it's all like it's also crazy how we make up future stories because the, the fear of going back to the apps is like a future story, right? Yeah. About like, oh my God, I'm going to go back and to some crazy jungle. And it can take years before I like, find someone new. Because this right. one took me forever. And then we just make stuff up. And you know, I love making, I make stories up. One, for a living because I work in social media, so I tell stories. Two, my brain just like can take one thing and just go for it. And three, like when people do crazy things, I'm like, oh my God, this person's crazy. I'm, this is what they're thinking. Like I just make stuff up. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard for me to not do that. Yeah. And like, it's really, really hard for me to like, just stop. Even with rationally, I understand, like mm-hmm. don't do that, you know? Yeah. So how do you stop? Uh, for me, the, the first thing, like I, like on the first phone call with any client, I usually introduce them to some kind of meditation mm-hmm. of just like, a, like, like, cause that's how you gain that kind of inner power Strength. to let things go. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Anytime and I meditate before any interaction, like any sort of date or anything, it always goes so much better because mm-hmm. I'm not bringing, I'm literally erasing like what you said, erasing the past interactions mm-hmm. and just being in the present. And I think that's so important. So why don't you interact more, boo? So why don't you meditate more? I know, I should. You yeah. know, it's like, why don't you, like, floss more? You, you right. should, there are so it's many like, things you know that you should do. You should do better. Um, I do floss, but not as much as I should. Uh, but, yeah, it's all those things where it's like, you know it's good for you, but it's very hard to train yourself to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, with meditation, the way, the way, meditation is all about, like, just being with yourself, just, and that's the only time you're really like with with yourself, like mm-hmm. inside and outside. Like you could be like like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm listening to music by myself, but you're <laughs> you're actively listening to music. You're, you're listening, like, you're singing along, you're imagining like in the dream. Yeah. And when you're with yourself, you're in the present all the time. Right. So then it's constantly letting go of just like you said, letting go of the past, letting yeah. go of the future. And so like to, to your point of how do I let go of those those past? How do I let go of like the future of, with someone else? practice Mm -hmm. and so then that's why like i'll spend time practice like there's a there's a meditation just for letting go of things Mm. and uh, i need that one girl you know i need that one what is that uh it's called leaves on a stream Mm -hmm. okay and and so what you do is 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 you find like like you go to a quiet place and you just close your eyes you don't have to sit anywhere special and you imagine a stream Mm -hmm. and then after a few moments, you imagine leaves on the stream, just mm-hmm. floating on the stream, mm-hmm. and, and you watch them float by. Do it with us, people. And then, uh, yeah, so close your eyes, imagine mm-hmm. a stream, mm-hmm. now imagine slow water moving through the stream, a gentle, gentle little stream. And then imagine you got little, little leaves just floating on the top, and just watch them go by, and just watch the leaves go by. So now here comes the magic, is... You're going to have a thought and then you put that thought on one of the leaves and you watch it go down the stream. And then you're going to have another thought and you put that thought on a leaf and watch it go down the stream. And as you do this, your brain, your mind is going to keep coming up with thoughts. Now, every thought that you have, you place that thought on a leaf and you let it go down the stream. You just let it go. And then it's going to get weird because you're going to hear sounds. And you could put a sound on a leaf, let it go down the stream. Then it gets really weird because you're going to start thinking about the stream. So put the stream on a leaf and watch it go down the stream. 
and you can put any any thought you want can go on one of these leaves and you let it go and you watch it go down the stream. And you could do this for five, 10, 15 minutes a day. And then this is gonna train your mind to let go of thoughts so you're not so attached to thoughts anymore. You know, when you wanna let go of the future, your brain is gonna have all this practice letting go of thoughts and it's gonna be much easier. It's gonna be much less anxiety and attachment. So you just keep letting those leaves go down the stream. Yes, I love that. Let the let the thoughts go, girl. Letting Listen them go. Them it was down, down the stream. The stream. It was gone. Gone, girl. Because you know, I'm reading this book. Um, you know that chick, the badass chick? Mm-hmm. Well, her money making book, because you know I'm trying to get my coins up. But she talk, talks about it's the same all those books are all the same thing, but I love the idea of really clear you have your thoughts which create an emotion which create an action which then you know you do something and then there's a result Mm -hmm. and the first part is controlling those thoughts because the ones you cling on to are the ones that like make you feel stuff that make you act out in certain ways and it's just like it's whether it's meditation or or the books or everything i think it's all the same thing but we sometimes forget that even though we intellectually get it like i i am hearing you right now and like i'm i'm hearing it and i want to like practice it tomorrow but something crazy is going to happen and then like I'm not gonna let it go. Yeah. Even though I want to. Yeah. You know. So that's why you have to make it a practice. That's why it's pra- it's yeah. like lifting weights. Yeah. So like like after you do this for a few weeks, you'll be able to let go of certain yeah. kinds of thoughts, but others are still too strong. So then you do it for like a month, and then after a while, after a couple months, you'll be able to let those go. And it's just like I always think of the mind just like a muscle, mm-hmm. you know. And in all these thought exercises, you do all these meditations. They're just building up your strength to be able to handle more and more. Mm -hmm. And so like the things I let go of now are way bigger than the things I used to let go of. But then there's still things in the future, like there's still, there was was shit I got stuck on just like last week that I was like, oh my God, I wish I could stop thinking about this. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, I need to practice more. You know, I need to, I need to get back in it and uh, strengthen those muscles. Love it. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for coming. I feel like people didn't know they were gonna get like like some extra meditation meditation lesson and like live your best life. Yeah. So um, really appreciate that, and I think you know, guys, let go of thoughts one, but also like be really clear about what you want and like letting people know so that you're not making stuff up. Yeah. Yeah. And then tweet us at Love and Limbo Land. Um, we love to connect with everyone who listens to podcasts, tell us your stories, anything you want us to talk about. We love you guys. Bye. 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 I'm Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And you've been listening to Love in Limbo Land. You can find us on Twitter at Love in Limbo Land. And don't forget to go to Apple or Google Play Podcast to subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time. It's over, boo. Don't let them play you.